Welcome back to another episode of Clay, the podcast for Christian men aspiring to be those courageous leaders, always yearning for more Jesus in your life. My name is Justin, and I'm your host, and I'm looking forward to uh, this episode today. Wherever you're at, I hope that you are uh, finding yourself uh, in a place where uh, life is being uh, stripped away as far as uh, what the world would tell you is important, and that you are seeing uh, more of what is important, what should be prioritized in your life, because uh, you're desiring for that deeper, intimate relationship with Jesus, and uh, you are becoming that courageous leader that uh, you've been called to be. As a man, uh, God has a a much bigger purpose for you than the world would uh, allow you to believe or let on. Uh, Fact of the matter is, God created you with intentionality. Uh, there is a uh, purpose behind uh, everything uh, everything within you uh, and your personality, who you are, and uh, who you can become in pursuing Jesus. I think that that is uh, one thing that the self-help industry misses out on entirely is uh, is Jesus. I, I think as, as Christians, our uh, focus and our, uh, our, our desire should be to be more like him. Uh, no, nobody would argue that. Uh, yet uh, there's always those like, well, we we can't be we can't be like Jesus completely because Jesus was perfect. And uh, to you, I say, well, yeah, duh, like that's obvious. Uh, but if there's a standard that you are trying to uh, work towards in your life, why would you not set the highest standard possible? Uh, knowing that this life is temporary, knowing that uh, it's not about perfecting your life here, but rather expanding the kingdom and growing the kingdom. Here, uh, living your life for him, pointing for, to him, uh, being a, a courageous leader, always yearning for more of, of him, uh, then it would uh, lend itself to believe, or at least you should, uh, you should probably find yourself with a, drawing a conclusion at least, that uh, the things that you do, the things that you partake in, the hobbies, uh, the way that you spend your time, all of this reflects the way that uh, you believe in and live for Jesus. It all goes back to that in some way, shape, or form. So when it comes down to it, uh, who are you living for? Are you living for yourself? Who are you trying to please? Are you trying to please others? Are you trying to please yourself? Who is it that uh, who is it that matters to you in your life? Who is it that really matters based on the actions that you uh, that, that you follow through with? The topic of discussion today plays into the previous episode here a bit. And that is the question that we should all be asking one another. Do you have any non-Christian friends? Do you have any non-Christian friends? Uh, those that go beyond your simple acquaintance. Uh, I am not thinking about that coworker that you barely know. Uh, but I'm thinking about that, uh, that person uh, that uh, you think about it almost every single time that you're together. The fact that they don't know Jesus and you've never really talked about Jesus before around them. Do you have anybody like that in your life? No, maybe you should get some people like that in your life. It would be far better to have uh, those in your life that you haven't shared Jesus with that you know that you should than to not have any of them at all. Now, the question being, who are we going to be as Christians, as disciples, making disciples? Who are we going to be and uh, how are we going to live? I uh, want to be somebody who uh, has many uh, relationships that are growing in different areas of my life, but uh, I would also be the first to confess that there was uh, a point when I was challenged with this same question. I realized that uh, the only people that I knew of that were not 
Christians that were not people that were involved in uh, some semblance of the Christian church uh, were people that I, I worked with or uh, people that uh, I had to uh, I had to cross paths with uh, maybe uh, in in a coaching capacity like back when I coached soccer uh, and uh, they were convenience they were a lot of convenience uh, relationships that uh, were not much more than a high how's it going sort of a relationship they didn't go any deeper than that. And uh, the interesting thing about that is that uh, I had tricked myself into believing that I was uh, living this very uh, godly life, that uh, it was obvious to everybody that uh, God was obvi- obviously my, my focus and the center of my life and my number one priority, that uh, my faith had to have some sort of importance for me. And then I, I realized that there wasn't much that differentiated me between somebody who was just trying to be a, a really good person. And that is uh, so, so, so heavily worshipped in today's society is this idea of uh, being just, just be a good, man, this is just good people. This guy, this guy's just a good, good person, you know, he's just, he's just a good dude. And yeah, I would hope that people refer to you as that. But uh, the, the question that I was faced with is, well, what's different about you? Do people see something different and go, man, whatever whatever Justin has, I, I want that. Uh, there's something about uh, his demeanor and the way that he lives. I, I want I want that. Or do they look at you, and in, in my case, were they looking at me going, yeah, you know, Justin's, Justin's a good dude. I, I, I like that guy. I, I'd, I'd like to have him around more. Now, uh, we could dissect this all, all day, and, and I don't want to uh, miss the principle here, miss the thing to focus in on. Uh, and and again, uh, my my question to you is, uh, who who in your life are are you doing life with? Who who knows you, and uh, who are you getting to know? Who are you really getting to know uh, beyond the hey, how's it going? How's the weather? How was your weekend? Are you uh, actually paying attention to uh, the life that's happening around you? Are you actually paying attention to uh, the lives that are intertwined with yours? Are you uh, present in these conversations? Are you uh, are you growing these relationships? Are you meeting new people? When was the last time you could say that you met a new person and uh, built a friendship with them and it wasn't somebody that you sat next to in church on a Sunday morning? When was the last time that you went out of your way to uh, invite a neighbor over for dinner or grab a cup of coffee uh, outside of work with uh, your coworker, the that that guy who's who's having some, some marriage issues? Uh, when... When were you? When were you gonna do that? When were you gonna follow through on that prompting, on that feeling that you know that you have, that you know uh, rises to uh, the surface of of your heart? When were you gonna say yes? When were you gonna step out of your comfort zone and uh, and get uh, get a little uncomfortable? When were you going to uh, follow through on the commitment that you made uh, when you accepted Jesus as your savior? I know that uh, it's not often in the prayer, the, 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 the prayer, and you know what prayer I'm talking about when uh, the pastor leads you through this, this prayer to accept Jesus as your Savior, and, uh, and then you're welcomed into the kingdom of God. Uh, oftentimes, the part that is left out is that, hey, now it's, it's your turn to uh, turn to your neighbors and uh, to your, your friends and your acquaintances and, and share this good news to pass this good news along, to get a little uncomfortable, to step out knowing that some people are going to think that you're absolutely crazy. Knowing that 
at, 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 at any given point in time, life is going to take a crazy turn and you're not going to understand why. You're not going to understand how. You're not going to get it. And you're going to have one thing to fall back on, and that is your relationship with Jesus. You're going to have one thing to take hope in. You're going to have one thing to find peace in, and that's Jesus. It's not anybody else. It's no other person. It's no other relationship. It's no other uh, philosophy. Jesus is far more than a philosophy. You're going to have nothing. At one point, you're going to feel like the whole world is against you. And you know what? It very well may be. In fact, you could say that the world is against you. And you can believe that the world is against you. That's okay. That should inform your posture towards the world. It's not an us versus them mentality. It's an us for them mentality. Let me say that again. It's not an us versus them. It's us for them. I had a extremely humbling humbling uh, moments, and I'm going to share this here, not in a prideful way, not as a, hey, look at me, look at how humble I am, uh, because I, I'm not, I'm actually still still wrestling with this uh, th- this instance. I have, I have a neighbor whom I've lived nearby for a couple of uh, years, actually. I have more neighbors. I live in a neighborhood. Uh, there's many houses and families, and I know a few of them quite a bit. And there's one neighbor in particular that I made some judgments about based on some uh, things that they had did early on and throughout uh, much of COVID and some uh, family decisions that they made that I just, I didn't understand and I couldn't see how anybody could do that. Uh, and depending on uh, their perception or reaction to uh, the, the the pandemic itself. And uh, I, either way, I, it, I, I, I totally understood taking precautions. I, I get that, especially with, with family uh, and and such, but some of the precautions that this family was taking, I thought were extreme and uh, and, and just incredibly interesting. We'll we'll say, and uh, having uh, some family members that really wrestled over this period of time with uh, what made sense and what didn't make sense, etc. Uh, I would I'd be lying to you if I said that uh, there was not an uh, us versus them point for me during COVID, uh, during that period of time and. Um, I'm, I'm glad to, to say that uh, uh, some great things uh, came out of the last couple of years for me, some uh, realizations that were very, very, very important, some convictions that uh, have, have really stuck with me. That being said, uh, this particular family, I really just didn't get it. They were uh, beyond cautious and, uh, and, and making, uh, again, some decisions that impacted their kids that I, just, I felt was almost cruel to the kids. But I didn't know the kids. I haven't really seen the kids very much. Schedules don't line up all that much. We don't uh, see eye to eye on the world. Uh, we don't see eye to eye politically, and we don't see eye to eye when it comes to faith. Uh, they have a different heritage, different faith uh, than I do. Uh, so we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I uh, parked my car uh, the other day, and I realized that I don't even know this gentleman's name. Uh, the father, the husband that lives there, I don't even know his name. And I felt like a total loser for that. Like it just it just hit me. I realized I don't even know this guy's name. So I went over that day and I introduced myself, and uh, we had a brief conversation. And I started to get to know him a, a little bit more. It was a brief conversation, but a little bit more nonetheless. Now, the moment that uh, crushed me, and uh, again, I'm sharing this with you because I I I just I want you, whoever's listening to this, to know that. Uh, we're all growing together. We're all going to go through uh, lessons. We're all going to learn together. And that's part of discipleship. That's part of the reason behind this podcast. 
But I, uh, I parked my car again the other day, and it happened to be as school was getting out. And uh, I saw him, uh, the, the husband, the father, uh, I'm going to leave his name out for now. I saw him walk down the driveway. Uh, our driveways, we, we share a, an extended driveway off of the, uh, the the neighborhood. I saw him walk down to the streets uh, to um, to get his son off of the bus that uh, comes from a, a separate school uh, to... Um, I saw his son get off the bus, and I realized that his son has some special needs and some health issues. And I had not actually seen or uh, realized this about his youngest son. And uh, suddenly, the last couple of years made a lot more sense to me. It made a lot more sense why they chose to do the grocery shopping at nights, why we hardly saw them during the day, uh, why he was uh, uh, feeling like he needed to wear a mask while he, a surgical mask while he mowed his lawn, and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that one day, um, neighbor, if you're listening, I hope that you, you hear this and uh, that uh, my introduction a couple of days um, sounded sincere because it was. And I, I do uh, intend to get to know you and your family more. Uh, we, I mean, I, I realized that I have I've not done the, the greatest job getting to know my immediate community. I've done good. Uh, I've done better than others, perhaps. I know more of my neighbors than uh, many people that I know that have lived in the neighborhoods that they've lived in for years and years and years. Uh, and I'm not making a comparison. Uh, it's just uh, something that uh, we felt is necessary to do in, in our life. And that's something that my wife and I talk about is getting to know our, our neighbors and our fam- uh, the families nearby and uh, our community and being involved. All that aside, man... Uh, some of the thoughts that I had about this family and some of the, the decisions that they were making and the judgments that I passed on them in my head, you know, never out loud, um, never uh, towards anybody. But in my head, I I will admit that uh, this is an area that I absolutely str- I struggled with uh, and specific with this family because it was right in my face that they're doing all of these things. I didn't understand. And then uh, it had to, it just happened to, to be a really long period of time two years before I realized why. And that's that's not cool. That's not cool. But I'm moving on. I, I know that uh, I am forgiven. I've sought forgiveness. And uh, again, this is a family that I intend to get to know more. I very much so enjoyed my conversation uh, with uh, this gentleman a few, a few days ago. And uh, I did not enjoy sitting in my car realizing uh, what the last couple of years have been like for them. As I watched him go pick his son up off the bus, that I did not particularly enjoy that moment. Because uh, to tell you the truth, I was feeling pretty great about introducing myself uh, to him a couple of days earlier and starting that relationship and having that conversation. And and then and and then yesterday happened. And so uh, I share I share that with uh, with you here as you're listening. Uh, just to know that uh, nothing that is said here is an indictment on you. But I do hope that the convictions and the feelings that uh, come up as you hear about some of these conversations, as we uh, dive into some of these topics, I do hope, I do hope that some of that conviction leads you to respond in action, to respond with doing something about it, to respond with some sort of uh, just invigorated passion about what you believe, what you say that you believe. I hope that uh, we as men can rise up as leaders, demonstrating our faith, working it out, living it out. And I hope that we can be an encouragement to one another.
as we uh, wrestle with some of this stuff that just lingers and haunts us and these uh, negative thoughts towards one another. I hope that we as, a, as, as men of God can look at other people and, and realize that they just need Jesus as bad as you do. And then anybody can change. And I know that that's not an easy thing to apply to everybody. And I know that's not an easy thing to accept, but uh, it is something that should at least inform the way that we think about other people. So what are you going to do about it? I'm not asking you to go out and uh, make a bunch of friends that don't know Jesus because uh, you're doing everything that they are to do. Uh, Remember, we are to be in the world, but not of the world. Uh, But Paul has a point when he said he, he made himself like you know, this group and that group. He, he, he made himself uh, like the, the Jews. He made himself like the Gentiles. Uh, not in a matter of blending in and uh, being uh, just like them and doing the same things, but uh, rather to reach them. He uh, was in community. Look at the way that Jesus lived and look at how many times the Pharisees complained about him dining with sinners and spending time with those that didn't know him. Go figure, right? And so what can we do? How can we lead our families in this? These are great questions. These are things that we should be talking about. What makes sense? What doesn't make sense? What are some things that have worked for you? Have you shared that with uh, other men, maybe in your Bible study, life group, small group, church, whatever? What are some things that haven't worked for you? What are some things that you're willing to try? What are some things that you're not willing to try? As men, we can encourage one another. We should be praying for one another and interceding on behalf of one another in these, uh, in these relationships, in these moments, these opportunities to reach the world, to expand the kingdom, to be involved, and to truly take ownership of who we are as the church. I hope that this message today has been encouraging to you. I hope that you are thinking about uh, maybe somebody that you need to shoot that text to, that you need to reach out to, uh, that you should grab coffee with, that you should grab lunch with. Uh, maybe a relationship that you know that is there that uh, you've adamantly tried not to build. Maybe it's one that uh, you're being convicted of that you should be uh, putting a bit more effort into. Or perhaps uh, you're listening to this message today and you're just like, you know what, this is a great conversation. I'm going to forward it on. I'm going to share this message on. Please do. That is how this podcast will grow, is by uh, you sharing it. Uh, So do uh, me a solid, press that share button, share it with somebody, Uh, do yourself a solid and have a conversation that continues. Uh, Don't let this content, don't let the thoughts here, don't let the thoughts that you're having now uh, go uh, squandered and and wasted. Do something about it. Uh, Continue this conversation uh, and be the courageous leader that God has called you to be, always yearning for more of him.